Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim. I'm here on a beautiful day in Sonoma Valley. But of course, it's always a beautiful day in Sonoma Valley. And not just because I'm paid to say that. Hey, before we get started, this is a very special uh, podcast version of Sonoma Spiel because we're talking about Safari West. We'll get into that. But parents, if your kids are listening, we might be talking about birds do it, bees do it, even educated fleas do it, mm. wild jungle love. So it might not be something you want to have your kids listening to, even though it won't be salacious, but it will probably be biologically correct because we always strive to do that. So <laughs> hide your children. Here it comes. It's the Sonoma Spiel Today, everybody, I've got three very special guests. I know every week I say I've got a very special guest. This time, I absolutely mean it for sure. We've got Nate Woodward from Safari West. Nate, hello. Hello. Sammy from Safari West, hello. Good. How are you doing? Good. Sam- you want to say your last name or not? It's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sammy Johnson. Okay, Sammy Johnson from Safari West. And <laughs> a woman who needs no introduction. I've known her for a very long time. She's fabulous. She's fun. And she lives near where she works. Aphrodite Caserta with Safari West. Hi there. How you doing, Aphrodite? Oh, I'm fine. Good, good. <laughs> uh, guys, before we go too deep into this. What the heck is Safari West? Why, and why are we talking about it in wine country? <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's an incredible piece of the Sonoma Serengeti. That's what we call ourselves. Okay. I mean, wine is better enjoyed with a spot of cheetah. I mean, how often do you enjoy a glass of wine just by See, itself? I, I was wondering where you I mean, go. really now. I mean, are... wine and rhinos, where does it come from? I mean, it's, it's just an incredible place. And plus, we have glorious animals, but it is um, it's a luxury. And so this place is, my understanding, it's about 45 minutes. Well, it depends on how you define Sonoma Valley. Yep. From where we are now, it's anywhere from 45 to maybe 55 minutes to go up the hill, maybe? Is that about right? Yeah, 45 is, yeah. It's, sure. it's a northern... Uh, Santa Rosa-ish, or northeastern Santa Rosa. It's on mm-hmm. the hills between Napa and Sonoma. And how big of a place is this? So we're about 400 acres. Uh, and on those 400 acres, we have around 900 animals that live there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Safari West is technically a zoo, but visiting us feels very different from visiting a typical zoo. Okay. Yeah. Which I got to bring this up. You mentioned zoo, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry to mention the Dallas Zoo had some animals go missing. Did you guys hear about this? Someone stole a monkey, and then they found the monkey. Yeah. I hate to bring up bad news so early in the podcast, but I just can't believe that monkeys can go missing. Well, so it, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was, was a malicious act. It was a very malicious act. It was a act. malicious act? Yes. Yeah. I mean, somebody literally there. went in there and um, compromised. They stole the monkeys. Yes. I, it yes. sounded to me like, if it, I'm, I'm sad that it was a sad thing, but it sounded like the beginning of one of those Disney movies I used to watch as a kid. Like, Herbie goes to the zoo, and like they like, jump into the Herbie, the love. The love bug, Aphrodite. And they go zipping down Porter Creek Road or whatever. I don't know what's going on there, but that was my mind. Okay, so you're a zoo, 400 acres Mm -hmm. in Santa Rosa. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you concentrate on a special type of animal from a specific area or is it any kind of animal? Hoofstock from Africa. That's our specialty. Hoofstock. Hoofstock. What is that, ungulates? Well, Peter fell in love with hoofstock. Peter had the last cattle ranch in Beverly Hills. We're going back. 32 years. Okay, this is like a Disney movie. So there was a cattle ranch in Beverly Hills. He had a cattle ranch in Beverly Hills. (laughs) And um, his father, Otto Lang, you know, um, was the producer in Hollywood. Okay. Peter grew up in the back sets of Hollywood and he okay. went to Africa quite often on on location okay but he just fell in love with the eland I think it was initially it was it was yeah. initially the eland and the eland is an animal it's an animal yes it is an animal okay so he fell in love with an eland yes and then of course her name uh, was Deborah <laughs> oh yes <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was like Valentine's Day. So, wait, he fell in love with the concept of elands or a very specific elands? An actual eland because on his ranch, he told me that the elands ate all the poison oak. And he realized he had something going there. But Peter is really a different person. He's kind of a biophiliac. I mean, his eyes twinkle when he sees animals. Okay, okay. And they're bright blue. And if you've ever seen him close up, to a giraffe and talk about it. Right. All of a sudden, the ice is getting very excited about. Yeah, about. There's a glow. There's a there's glow. A glow. And there's a definite glow. Okay, so this guy's down in Santa Santa Barbara. He's down in Palm Springs. <sighs> Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Sorry, Northern California. Once you get south of Monterey, it's all the same. So basically, <laughs> he's down in Beverly Hills. He's got a cattle ranch 
which also has an Elon named Deborah on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he falls in love with it. How do you end up in Santa Rosa? I don't understand what's going on. I mean, well, he, I think, well, I'm not too sure if he was pushed out of Beverly Hills or not. I don't think Beverly Hills really enjoyed a cattle ranch in it. So it was time for him to relocate. And he um, obviously got very attached to African hoofstock. And he got attached to um, the whole idea of of protecting animals. Okay. I mean, that's really what he's involved with. So he looked for a bigger ranch and looked for something that had a bit of a Serengeti in it. And okay. Um, okay. Sonoma... Is it absolutely glorious weather? It's glorious for all the giraffes and rhinos. I mean, they love it. They absolutely love the area. Okay. They have 400 acres to roam on, and so you can't be any better than that. And how long ago did they come up here to set up Safari West? What, what year did they arrive? 1993. Here? 1993. Mm-hmm. They, they filled up a bus with all these animals, and they had like a Noah's <laughs> they Ark that went up high five. <laughs> no? Okay. Noah's bus. Noah's bus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they came up here, and they've established it. And now, how many different animals? Uh, we've got about 90 different species. 90 different species. Yeah. And is this the place that you just show up for the day and see it? Or do you just drive by and see the animals? How, how does it, what's the experience of safari? You got a couple options. Uh, so we do day tours. Um, all of our experiences are guided. So when you show up, you've got a safari guide like me or Sammy. Oh, and you, guys, you guys drive the, the, the Jeeps. We the Dodge Power Wagons. Those oh, are yeah. Amazing. Uh, two, two double-decker uh, Jeep Power Wagons. Is that what you're calling them? Dodge yeah. Power Wagons, yeah. Yeah, they're sweet safari trucks. Okay. Um, but three hours with your guide driving through the preserve, looking for as many animals as you can, and then your guide will stop and tell you what makes each animal so special. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can also spend the night there, which is super cool. Wait a minute. I can actually go on a safari in the Sonoma Serengeti overnight. Yeah. Uh, we've got I... these big, wonderful canvas tents uh, that are very similar to what you might stay in in certain parts of Africa, but we've furnished them up with big, fancy beds and electricity and, in several cases, Wi-Fi. So it's not really roughing it by any means. <laughs> um, but you open your door, you walk out onto your porch, and you see giraffe and antelope and gazelle. Um, okay. And it's a really fun experience. And how many cabins are there? How many rooms or whatever you call these? We've got 30 cabins along the hillside. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And anybody can book that too. Like you don't have to. Like it, like it's like a hotel essentially that you don't have to be a safari person. You don't have to be a member of a club. You don't have to. <laughs> no, because anybody can book it, right? It's correct. Yeah. Absolutely. If you love animals, I mean, okay. really, that's one of our criteria. <laughs> one of our criteria are you've got to love if you're and not respect a fan of animals, animals. This is probably not for you. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Yeah. You've got to respect animals. But it seems like Safari West also has a mission or some oh. sort of underlying. It's not just to have a menagerie of cool animals. Is there something else you guys are doing up there? Yes. A lot. Yeah. Yes. Who wants to handle that one? Go. I mean, I'll take it. Um, I don't want to step on anybody's no, no, toes here. No, you have a foundation. <laughs> um, no, so um, I'll, I'll get into the foundation program in just a second here. But main mission of Safari West um, is that these animals... They're really special. The wild places that they come from, they're really special. And people, of course, understand that animals are special. But when you tell someone that giraffe are endangered, they might say, oh, that's sad. But if you bring someone out to a preserve, you show them a herd of giraffe, you teach them all the different things that make giraffe special, you form that emotional connection with the animal through your guide, and then you talk about how they're endangered, suddenly you have someone who will advocate for advocate for that animal's conservation. Okay. You, you create uh, people passionate about wildlife within the community, and that applies to wildlife from Africa, and it also applies to native wildlife here in California. So we are a fun thing to do and we love being a fun thing to do but we also hope that all of our guests leave with a more conservation-based mindset understanding that all of this is special yes and all of it will remain special if we work as a collective to conserve what we have okay so that's kind of why we're there Uh, Along with that, we do have a foundation. So the Safari West Wildlife Foundation is the nonprofit arm of Safari West. And uh, we do programs that are uh, generally focused on education, specifically for kids. Um, And we'll, you know, sponsor field trips to come out there. Uh, We will uh, have groups of kids that come learn what it's like to care for these animals on the weekends. And then we also do broadcast virtual safaris. Are you getting free labor out of school kids by (laughs) <laughs> to clean up the giraffe enclosure, <laughs> or is it, or is it more about like learning about how you know 
animals, what, what it takes to care for these animals and things like that. What it takes to care for okay. these animals. Uh, a lot of cases, these are kids that um, have an interest in going into a field as a career later on where they would get to work with these animals. Um, and this is sort of an education program for what careers like that might look like, right. as well as learning, you know, up close what makes them special. So I want to interrupt that. Sammy, Nate, Aphrodite, how did you guys come to working at an African Serengeti park in wine country? I'll throw to Sammy first work with it, because it is kind of weird. Like, do you just wake up one day and like, oh, I'm going to go work at a safari thing? Like, how, how did you come to that? Um, if you trace the path that took me here back, it, it doesn't make any sense, um, except for the very beginning root of it, which is basically uh, as a young child born in Sonoma County, um, I was obsessed with animals, okay. uh, like a lot of kids I knew. Um, my grandparents had this thing like, oh, he never stops talking about animals. Maybe this will shut him up. Let's take him to this place. You know, <laughs> uh, It's just up the road. And funny enough, my, my grandfather knows Peter Lang through okay. personal channels. Um, and I went to Safari West for the first time as a child when I was probably about four or five years old. Okay. And the impact was tremendous. And I left there uh, remembering very specifically uh, fennec foxes. What and, are fennec foxes? Uh, there's tiny little, if, if anyone who's listening has been to Safari West, they will remember this animal, I guarantee it. They're the smallest species of fox on the planet. Okay. Um, in fact, they're the smallest naturally occurring canid. So they're a tiny okay. little, like, white to light sand colored fox. Are and they, they have these. smaller than a chihuahua? Yeah, it depends on the chihuahua. They're in the same, <laughs> they're like a Pomeranian sort of size category, okay. three okay. to five pounds or so. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, I just, I left there like obsessed with okay. the fennec fox largely and then I went back a few times as a kid um, throughout the years and then uh, I left my last career after nine years of doing the same thing and asked my grandfather who's kind of like my guru I was like you know I'm not really sure what to do next and so he was like but your other career was not in animals not at all you were no I was in no funny enough I was in um, emergency medical dispatch oh, okay. for aircraft through oh, uh, local okay company reach. Oh, um, oh you were for reach. Okay. Yeah. So I did that for a long while and then I kind of reached out and I was asking my grandfather like, yeah, I need some guidance here. And he was like, well, why don't you follow your passion right. for once? And I was like, well, I don't have like, <laughs> you know, exactly, exactly. And I was yeah. like, well, thanks for, you know, telling me that. But, um, it, it, it brought up a, well, I do want to get involved in wildlife and okay. what a better place to start. So I reached out to Safari West and funny enough, um, I was started off there interviewing to be part of the maintenance team, mm. uh, building fences and taking okay. care of animal okay. habitats okay. and things like that. And then um, found out there was a guide position <laughs> available, which That's is what great. I okay. tremendously excited about. Uh, and, and the rest you, is history. Okay, three, about three years later. You've been there. Okay. Yeah. Now we'll jump to Nate because I think you've been there this I know after that he's been there longest. So, <laughs> Nate, how did you end up at Safari West? And don't just say, I applied for a job and just took it. Well, I did. Okay. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, uh, I've been there about eight years now. And, um, yeah, uh, much like Sammy, I, I was in a totally different career path mm. beforehand. Um, and upon moving from Southern California back to Northern California, where I was from, I wanted to uh, take a temporary job that would be something fun before I went back to a more office oriented career that I had been in. Um, so I wanted something outdoors, something fun, something with animals. Uh, I had a friend that was working at Safari West at the time as a carnivore keeper, and she said it was the coolest job she ever had. Okay. So I said, I'm going to do that. So I applied for the guide position, um, and I worked as a tour guide for a couple of years there, and I've had the wonderful opportunity to wear a bunch of different hats at mm -hmm. the company. Um, we are a, a family business that has grown to a pretty good size, but mm. being a family business, they're really accommodating with, you know how to do this, you wanna try doing that here, right, right. and um, it, it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, so that's how I got into it. It was what was going to be a summer job eight years ago for one summer, and, and here you are. Here I am. All right, very good, and then yeah. I should also mention, Nate, during during the dark times, during the COVID times, mm -hmm. you and I were contacting, so we did a couple live streams. Mm -hmm. I think you had a, a giraffe uh, as a guest appearance and you did a lot of neat stuff. And I think 
you became their camera person or social media intern slash guide slash whatever. Yeah, I I started out as a tour guide. I transitioned to be the office manager uh, when they realized I had a business background. And then the dark times when we didn't have any guests on property, I decided to break my camera out and start (laughs) streaming and making video content. And everybody went, oh, you know how to do this. Cool. Keep doing that. And uh, I did. Did as best I could. Good job. Good job. Yeah. That was fun. And then Aphrodite, I know you've been there one or two years. How did you get involved with Safari West? <laughs> Completely different story. Um, I grew up in San Francisco. I was born and raised in San Francisco, but every single summer we spent in Sonoma County since I was five years old. Okay, so you're local. Uh, but it's somewhat local. Because okay. it, yeah, somewhat local. But um, I guess maybe 25 years ago, um, I had to be that long ago, um, I retired from my um, position in San Francisco. I was okay. working for a dot-com company, hmm. and my husband said, where do you want to live? And I, it, we sold our home in San Francisco, and I said, oh, God, I love Sonoma. I just absolutely love Sonoma. So we were looking for a house, and I was um, found the house that we were at, and I went to the back area of the house, and I saw a giraffe over the fence. <laughs> I go, what in the heck is Wait, this? Wait, so when you're like looking at the house with the realtor, and you're like, is there anything we should know about the property? <laughs> The neighbors are weird. I said, I've got some bad news. I mean, it was just incredible. There was this beautiful giraffe, and I'm staring at it, and my husband's saying, Diddy's my nickname, by the Mm way. Diddy, Diddy, do you like the house? And I'm just like, did you see the giraffe? (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, and it has a creek, which I love a creek. Oh, right, okay. So in any sense, we bought the house. I come to find out that... um, a distant friend of mine, Nancy Ling, owned Safari West. Oh, okay, okay. And um, and so I went over to, to see Nancy because I, I was never. I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. We did not see animals close up. Right. Even though when we went to Sonoma, it was strictly right. eggs farm. It's right. farmland. Very agricultural. So I never saw an animal other than Hold on, on television. A raccoon. Yeah. So I mean, seeing a zebra close up oh, with right, their stripes. Right, right. Seeing a giraffe close up with that tongue, right? It's incredible. And I asked Nancy because I, I was a marketer in mm. my other position. I said, "Do you need any marketing at all?" And she goes, "Oh, we'd love it." I go, right. "Oh, I'm, I'm here." Right. And then I think maybe the second day we were very loosey goosey. Then we just started, and I was talking to Peter, and he handed me a lemur to hold while he was fixing like, here, the habitat. This. And I'm here with this lemur in my hand, and I told my husband I came home. I go, I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just never leaving. What's after that? A lemur is a, like a little monkey, isn't it? It's, it's oh, yeah, well, they're primate. Yeah. primates. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to use words that I actually don't know what they mean. So don't worry about correcting me because you said canid. Primate, marsupial, what else? Elon? You made a great GNU reference. Okay, GNU. <laughs> that was fantastic. I got a you comment. Gotta, you on always got to get a GNU thing. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, guys, at Safari West, I know people can go there anytime they want, but, and this is parents, hide your kids. There is a certain thing you do around Valentine's Day. Actually, you probably do it all the time. I don't know. But I want to talk about, can we talk about the, the Ins tour? and outs of the, animal courtship? Thank you. I know you're marketing. <laughs> it's called Wild Jungle Love or, or the Valentine's Day Safari West. Mm-hmm. What is this? Talk to me. What is it? If I was just mentioning it, Sammy, do it. What it is, there's a rumble in the jungle and it's quite alive at Safari West. <laughs> so, a rumble in the jungle, quite alive at Safari West. And so tell me what's going on. Valentine's Day is about love, it's about romance. And so normally it's like chocolate and wines and let's go out to dinner. But as you know, going out to dinner on Valentine's Day is the worst night ever. It's like New Year's Eve, right? It's just like amateur hour. Don't do it. So something different. Is, is like the week of Valentine's Day. You guys have special tours. What What is it? Talk to me. Um, so it's, it's more than just a, a tour. It's a tour. It's got a, a meal paired with it. Um, it also has an accompanying presentation and quiz. Um, Wait, there's a quiz? There's okay. a quiz. Okay. And the, the quiz is very fun because it happens first, and it's just a kind of like... Okay. You throw stakes. Yeah, it's 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 very much so multiple choice. There's no comp. Well, there's always competition. It's like the first day of school when you're back from the summer. They're really just trying to see how much you don't know before you go there. You establish your baseline. Okay. Okay. Um, So what you do, it's it's really actually um, a lot of fun Mm -hmm. because it it's a huge 
key talking point when you're talking about wildlife and biodiversity mm -hmm. is sexual selection is mm -hmm. one of the most crucial parts of natural selection. Mm -hmm. um, so wildlife behavior, uh, some of the things we see at the park and some of the things you see in the wider world, um, it's just strange when you just stop and look at it for what it is. <laughs> what is going on there? Yeah, yeah, and people, I mean, we talk, like you said, we do talk a little bit about some of the stuff on right. a daily basis at Safari West, but this Jungle Love uh, presentation and tour kind of allows us to focus in on some more of the either courtship behavior mm. or physiological uh, breeding things surrounding wildlife that we have. Um, but the, the quiz is really just a, it's a fun icebreaker. Wait, do you have a question that you're allowed to ask uh, on this? And this is not for the From radio, said quiz? From said quiz. You have one or a similar one that I can try to answer or not. I don't have to. And, and I know I'm putting you on the spot you, here. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you kind of a, uh, without okay. ruining the quiz for right, anyone right. who might be listening right. and also coming and getting right. a head start right. here. <laughs> um, oh, we had talked about Cheating. ducks a little before ducks. you, you oh, started yeah, here. Ducks. So like one of the questions is something along the lines of like, what crime uh, should most ducks be committed? Uh, or what, what crime do most ducks commit? And some of the questions are like, wire fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one that, you know, rhymes with, rhymes with grape. Yeah, um, ducks are jerks. Yeah. Ducks are mean. I mean, <laughs> we have ducks in the pond. It's funny you mentioned this. We have, uh, at the plaza, we have ducks. And they go through the season where they have to make ducklings. And we get complaints every day and that during that season about that duck is fighting that duck. I'm like, they're actually not fighting. I mean, they are, but there's and, and but it's always when the school kids are here for their um, the field trips. Mm -hmm. There's always like a hundred fourth graders, and then a bunch of randy ducks. And I'm like, this is just not a good, just not mix at all. Well, so, yeah, it's funny we run into that problem at Safari West oh, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, we as guides love talking about everything we see in the field, and sometimes that is you know <laughs> reproductive right, kind of things right. and it always happens that we have a truck full of girl scouts yep. or first graders <laughs> when we happen upon that kind of You're stuff like, and it's oh, like no. what i can talk about is kind of limited right now yeah, and right. then when we have a truck full of all adults nothing nothing, nothing. they're nothing. just sitting there chewing their <laughs> chewing. i mean they'll yeah. still be interesting right. but they won't be doing that right that. so <laughs> this, it's a murphy's law so the, the idea of this was like okay let's take all those awkward moments let's package them together around Valentine's Day and talk about them. Mm -hmm. But you can't just tell the animals, now's the time to, to go, go, guys. It no. doesn't work. You can't put on some music. It is the right wine. time of year for exactly. many of them. Is it? <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. so February is when a lot of them are in their reproductive cycles for, for I mean, for example, right now, um, our, our warthogs are making babies right now. Right now. Our hyenas <laughs> are making babies right now. Really? Uh, we have really? uh, a handful of birds in our aviary that have started laying eggs. Uh, oh. So uh, not everything, but right. for several of our species, it's do, a good time. Do some of them go year-round or some of them only at certain times? It all depends on the yeah, animal. Yeah, it depends on the animal. Like, a lot of the antelope probably never stop having babies year-round. Oh, really? Uh, okay. okay. You know, the roan antelope. The roan antelope, yeah. 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 <laughs> are, are primates more year-round, and then other animals are cyclical? I don't know if you could... I don't, I don't know, know if I you could generalize it like that necessarily. Okay. There's certainly a lot of factors that uh, determine whether you have breeding seasons, or, mm -hmm. in fact, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, debate as to like what triggers certain species breeding cycles okay. and seasons so for example wildebeest some people say that it has to do with the rains triggering uh, okay. figure tr right. triggering female back hormones in Africa, there's these monsoon rains that come in and there's a dry season and they have to they have to it, it could very places. much so be related to that it could be something entirely different okay um yeah I mean, it could also be scarcity and abundance Resource, of food. Yeah. Um, oh. And as you might imagine, we don't starve our animals because right. we like taking good That's care of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, I know you have drafts, like in the local paper, Aphrodite, you did a great job, mm -hmm. and their social media team, of like when a baby giraffe is born, that all of Sonoma County and North Bay knows about it. Actually, all of Northern California seems to know about it because it always gets in the Chronicle and the local newspaper and stuff. Um, is there a season for giraffes being born? Or are they kind of born all the time? Or how does that work? And they're so cute. Oh, they're, they're so beautiful. They're it's so priceless beautiful. when a giraffe is born. They, you know, they have that drop that. Yeah, do they lay down or are they sort of. <laughs> no, no. Do you have you, to catch you'd, them? If you were a baby giraffe, you'd wish mom laid down. So, mom, so how, uh, from, from the. Um, the birthing. It's a rude exit. awakening for how, a baby how giraffe. How long is it from there to the ground? Like six feet. Five six, and a half six to six feet. feet. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. They just 
drop them. But that's how they, they plop breathe, right? on the that's ground. Them yeah. To yeah. So so again, we talked about a little bit about like sexual selection right. being integral or a component of of evolution. So that drop seems hard to us but in the same way that like uh, doctors used to spank human babies right, to get right. them to cry get right. their heart rates and their lungs working sometimes baby giraffes Wait, need a little bit of a have you seen uh, this oh yeah oh yes many times it literally drops out of the mom yeah. onto the ground yep. yes yeah okay i think anybody that's worked there for a whole season has seen this yeah. at least yeah. once oh, yeah. yeah and it's wild and it's so interesting yeah is yeah. there um like you haven't had a rhinoceros breed, have you? Because I know you have a rhinoceros. Not yet. Eye. We have okay. a male and a female, and okay. we have our fingers crossed. Okay. Um, and we're going to make a big deal about it if we have news. Okay. But that, um, that must yeah. be pretty big, yeah. big, big news. Mm -hmm. What animal uh, is really prolific up there? You have a lot of babies that are coming. Roan antelope. Yeah, yeah. We, we alluded to uh, the roan antelope. Uh, a lot of antelope breed very well at our facility. Okay. Um, uh, for whatever reason, uh, a lot of facilities uh, struggle to to, mm. to to breed this particular variety of antelope, but they are extraordinarily prolific so at our facility. It's Safari West with the deer and the antelope play. It's actually true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, are there anything, any interesting facts that you say during this tour? that are like, wow, that's amazing. I never knew that was a thing. Or is it like Tim? I like to think like, everything I say. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, we get to talk about Fleming a little bit more. Yeah. That's always fun. Like, Fleming's <laughs> response. So do you have a cat or ever had a cat? Okay, here's the deal. I have three cats, three puppies that we're fostering. A lizard I don't like, a frog that bites me. So you're starting your own preserve. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes, we have cats, but they're all fixed. Okay. They're all fixed. Um, oh. Cats are pretty famous for making. They'll sniff uh, genitalia or sometimes just anything, and yes. then they'll kind of have their mouth like they're gonna bite you. They have this weird jaw open. Yeah, I don't trust mouth cats at all. Um, it's called the Fleming's response. A lot of animals have this. There's an oh. organ um, in their mouths that's called the Jacobson's organ. Oh and yeah, snakes. They're really yeah, and it's 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 so funny because like you said, when we have a lot of these behaviors. It's usually a group of children, uh, and you have a group of kids, and you're talking about how amazing giraffe are, and then you look over, and the male giraffe's got his tongue out, and he's he's going low, and oh, they all start screaming. Is that like a Ew, gross. thing here? He's drinking her. <laughs> right. So... So it's always when it's a kid. That's fantastic. Okay, so let's call it Fleming. Fleming's response. F L E M E N or something. There's an H in there. F L E H M E N. I'm just asking since yeah. somehow I have to work that into a conversation later. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and luck. I. Um, yeah, it's funny. Do you guys want a frog that bites people? It's called a Pac-Man frog. I don't know if they're like these frogs. I've seen those. Uh, they eat. They eat mice. If you guys want one, I, I'll drop it off. Because <laughs> oh, it's my daughter's frog. I hate it. If we ever start an amphibian section, Thank we'll call you. Yes. <laughs> sure, yeah. This is the worst pet ever because he lives under dirt and he only comes out at night. And you only feed him like once a week or something. You know, like reptiles and amphibians. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just hate this guy because my daughter's like, well, you got to help me feed him. But he, your fingers look like the pinkies, the fish, uh, the, uh, the mice oh, you give him. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm scared of a, a frog. But it's a one-pound frog. It's as big as your hand. It's like, you know. It's a big frog. Yeah. It's yeah. like a quarter pounder, but 12 of them. I don't do very good math. But, um, okay. So so here we go. Safari West, you have the Wild Jungle Love Tour. Where can I get more information? And when is that? And how do I book tickets? Um, so it's the 11th and 12th of February. Of February. Okay. Um, Right on our website. Website has a lot of information about it. Yeah, Safari right West. on our website. SafariWest.com? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you will see you'll see lemurs embraced in love on the website. There's a beautiful picture of our lemurs. I, and you know what? That this is, is not a Photoshop picture. That is a Renaissance lemur. If people who don't know, and I can describe it, and I'll try to put it on the YouTube here. It's like laying back, very like Rubenesque, uh, like actual Ruben, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the painter. There's like a rose that, of course, has not been photoshopped. It's natural. They just yeah. always pluck roses as they're playing flamenco oh, the, music. The rose is photoshopped. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I looked at it a few times. I'm like, I don't think that, that lemur's holding a rose. But this lemur's holding a rose and looking very come hither. Uh, and they do that a lot. Is that like they, they bat their eyes a little bit? And, and is that a lemur thing? 
We I catch our lemurs in a lot of poses. Yeah. Um, they're primates, right? Uh, they are, they yeah. are primates, yeah, that's right. Monkeys um, are dirty animals. I'm not being a bad way, but I've been on a tour and I've seen a monkey being really bad. And uh, that's where that phrase comes from, I think. Like, you naughty monkey uh, is a bad experience. You know a lot with of my primates. Kids, with my kids <laughs> at the zoo. Uh, okay, so you, so we can go on safariwest.com. We can book this February, uh, say 11th and 12th? 11th and 12th, yeah. And this is the only time that you actually do the concentrated wild jungle love tour, even though there's there's portions of that during the normal tour. Mm-hmm. It's the only time we take a different spin on our Got tours. It. And I back restarted this 20 years ago. Okay. And I remember we were in what we call the elephant room. We were talking to a woman, Jane Tulaney, from the San Francisco Zoo. And she came up and she gave us a wild jungle love tour. And we were all laughing at the table. Mm-hmm. And I said, Nancy, let's do it here at Safari right, West. Right. And she said, no, 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 no. We can't do anything like that. I go, yes, we can. It's like, is Nancy a lovely lady? And <laughs> even though she's part of like, the ownership or started it, she is kind of, uh, uh, not, what's, what's the word, not reluctant, not prudish, but she's not like <laughs> reserved. you. After, reserved. She, yeah, she's after, reserved. I was trying to explain you to <laughs> some people. And I said, well, imagine like someone who's really into animals, but talks like dogs. Dr. Ruth sometimes because you are keeping yourself <laughs> clean which I appreciate sometimes you'll come up to me and say stuff I'm like Aphrodite oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god what Jane Tolaney taught me during this t- I mean I never knew where the word screw came from before and I just thought it was so hilarious that it came from these little piggies oh from the uh, I the mean I didn't realize they had a corkscrew the un- <laughs> okay just for everyone she's, you're, you're holding up a, a, a warthog and you're referring to the member of the warthog which is in a corkscrew shape. Yes. Which, you know, is apropos because we are in wine country. Yes, and, and it, it, it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. But okay. it's, it's perfect it all comes spot. Back. It all comes back. <laughs> 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 so that is, and I wonder, I bet you on the tour, do you talk about why it's uh, the, the male part of the... Well, it depends on what tour. Yeah, yeah. Tour? Okay. this tour we would talk about it a lot, yeah. Um, does, he, does the... Typically, uh, it's less involved. Less involved in yeah. that. Okay. I mean, that's, that's kind of interesting. That's, oh, yeah. and, and, and it's like, that's weird. Why yeah. is that? But that's a whole other... We should thing. mention, don't forget, we give away condoms on, on this tour. Of course That's you true. do. Yeah, of course I mean, you do. Are they branded? You know. <laughs> oh, they're they're branded. Not. They are sloganed. Aphrodite, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to read these. Uh, oh, I just it's because uh, <laughs> I'll hold up there, but go ahead and read those. Well, it's only the, because my parents listen to this. Go ahead. It's cover your spout. Don't let the right whale die out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and there's a whale on the cover, of, you know, um, and there's we have a, a uh, variety. Whale. Okay, and you guys, you you offer these on the tour, these like little uh, souvenirs mm-hmm. on the tour. Oh, we hope they use them. Well, okay, of course. I mean, and these are souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the tour, but it's yeah. a takeaway. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right, so they can get these uh, 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 souvenir prophylactics only at Safari <laughs> Wild Jungle Love Tour. That is funny. How many different cute. varieties do you have? You have all these oh, we have six we or seven. We actually have them for you, by the way. Oh, that's very nice, Jeff. Thank you. Um, that's, you got the California condor on there. Um, before, your, before your clothes hit the floor, think of the California condor. That's a nice little rhyme yeah, there. Did yeah. you do that one? That's good. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite. That's probably, I guess the condor, it's like don't use DDT. Is that your favorite? That Let's one's my favorite one. Let's it. Oh, for the sake of the horned lizard, slow down, love wizard. <laughs> 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 this is kind of what our stupid animal that I have in my house looks like. It's a, a bearded dragon. Oh, bearded okay, got dragon. it. Oh. Um, okay, this is very clever. You guys are very smart. You're very good. I like this. Um, you're, we're not done yet, though. You guys know on the podcast, we have another section here where you're going to help me talk about what's happening, and then also you're going to help me answer some questions. So are you ready for this? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue from Wild Jungle Love, February 11th and 12th, safariwest.com. You also have a bunch of tours and things that are happening uh, at Safari West, and people can always look there. Like, you have different kind of tours, different activities. I uh, used to do... A beer thing a long time ago. Oh, Blues and, and Buffalo. Blues yeah. and Buffalo. So you guys are always doing neat stuff, and that's what I love about it. It's not just about, here's an antelope. 
Mm-hmm. It's like here's this experience you can do with antelopes, and I think it brings in a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. You know, and I only, yeah, I know even my own kids have gone up there for you. You guys are so good at bringing school kids up for field trips mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. showing them the you know part of it, and they love it. It is it is amazing. And a, a big thing we got going is the experience is personalized. You know, our guides don't follow a script. Um, they get a group of people that come on right. their tour. They suss out what those people are there for, and they give a tour tailored to the guests that they have with them. And of yeah. course, we we got to follow our mission. We got to teach the things that we need to teach, but also we try to make it exactly what they're looking for. Wait a minute. Have you ever had any famous people on the tour that you can Oh, yeah. 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 So, do we get to talk about was this? It, was it? I I don't know. I we have some, kind of a little <laughs> pause. People, so we don't usually okay, mention their have, names. Have you seen anybody that's been in movies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Steven Spielberg? <laughs> I guess he hasn't been I in movies. Had seen I guess he's a director. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we that. had, by the way, I think I can mention this. We had the king of Saudi Arabia, and his bodyguard went with him on the tour. Oh, wow. And we had to stop his bodyguard because he had a weapon with him. Oh. And it, he protects the king. Well, right. And Nasty was saying, no, 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 you cannot bring a weapon. So the rule on the is tour. no bodyguards with weapons. Around, no bodyguards around with the weapons. Elins, yeah. especially Deborah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, that, see, I know you guys have like a lot. Of VIPs that come up there. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want to brag because we had the president or the prime minister of like Portugal here the other day. Mm. I mean, come on, you know, we're, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah. I bet you guys get a lot of them because you guys have giraffes and rhinoceri mm-hmm. and gnus. And what's the one with the horns that kind of like go down on the ground sometimes? You oh, the um, that's the Watusi. The Watusi. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank, thank you, Aphrodite. She <laughs> understands. My, I understand my, that. Charades <laughs> for animals here. We called her Eileen because she leaned over with that horn, so she was called Eileen. Oh my gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> we have that's names, so by the way, bad. to all of our animals we have, have names. names. Yes, yeah, every good. single one. That's pretty good. Yeah, and all of our um, vehicles have names too. Oh really? Which yeah. one do you drive, Nate? Uh, there's one that I love called eBay. You can guess eBay. where we got that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you drive eBay. Yeah. Funny enough, eBay is my favorite too. Oh really? Uh, good track. Uh, it's a good track. Second second favorite's Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky's a good track. Did you find that in a grocery store parking lot? <laughs> uh, you know, no, but no, maybe well. maybe the sticker that he's got on him. Thirteenth truck in the fleet. Oh, that oh, makes sense. That, that, that's why. By the yeah. way, these trucks aren't just trucks. They're like uh, really big trucks. So you see the double deckers, and they're all the same, or are they? The different different years. Yeah. They're all the same make. So they, they're, they're built out of vintage uh, Dodge Power Wagons around about 1950. Um, okay. they're, they're, uh, some of them were military surplus. Some of them okay. came from collectors. Uh, mm-hmm. Peter and his mechanics team have been collecting and restoring them forever. And yeah. the great thing about them is they're not fast and they don't turn very tightly, but they oh. will climb through any amount of mud High that torque. you need them to there. climb through. Do any of the kids look at the stick shift and like, what is that? Because mm-hmm. this is an old style manual transmission vehicle oh yeah yeah that's it It, i felt um i I spent a year in the caribbean doing volunteer work it very much reminds me of trying to get around the back country of this island in the caribbean just because it was like you know and Mm -hmm. when i took this tour i'm like oh this is just like going to work it it was fun (laughs) it was was crazy guys i want to talk about two quick events that are also coming up uh in months ahead so people Mm -hmm. can know about it one is the sonoma speaker series they do speaker events um usually at the hannah center they bring in different types of speakers Uh, On March 6th, they're bringing in someone called Javier Zamora, and he's a memoirist, a poet, and a speaker. He's going to talk about the immigrant experience in his new memoir called Solito, where he explores uh, the journey to the U.S. as an unaccompanied nine-year-old. Mm. And it gives a unique and unforgettable glimpse into the realities of child migration. That's really interesting. Uh, yeah, so the speaker series actually, I mean, kind of brings it down a little bit here, but they bring in really serious, interesting speakers mm-hmm. that, you know, Sonoma's a pretty rural, small place, and we get these, like, high-touch, really interesting people, which I don't think we've had anyone from Safari West on the speaker series. So oh, you need oh, to. Oh, yeah, okay. Need to. Think of yeah. Uh, another thing coming up in March, March 11th, the 165th anniversary at Gundlach Bunshu. Yeah, Gunbun. Gunbun, exactly. <laughs> you're from here. So, you know, the, the joke about Gundlach Bunshu, if you can pronounce it, you've had enough. Uh, <laughs> it's a winery here in Sonoma. What's nice about Gunbun, um, I mean, they have music there. They have all sorts of events. Uh, and Deed Day is when they celebrate when they got the deed for the property 165 years ago. So you guys have been around 20-something years? 30. 30-something years? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 130 more years from now, 
whatever the new podcast version is of then, we'll be talking about the 165th anniversary of Safari West. And I'll be here on this show <laughs> talking about it. I mean, by the I'll way, be right here. we should say, uh, it is our birthday this year. We are yeah. turning 30. Yeah. You are? Yeah, yeah. 30th anniversary oh, of Safari West. Oh, so your back's going to start to hurt. That's great. Yeah, yeah so exactly. So that's good. Your knees are going to hurt. <laughs> so it's a 30th anniversary of Safari West. Yes. Are you guys going to do a big party? Or a big well, you know, we're still planning it. Um, <laughs> but I think I told you in, the, in my notes, uh, we're, we plan to give these away every 30 days to begin with. Okay. Just to kind of, you know, spread our mission around. <laughs> it is wanna... a birthday after all. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we are planning it. Uh, okay. we, we'd like to do it around um, in October. I know we okay. don't really want to Is that roughly the time it. when you were... No, actually it was July 4th. Oh. July 4th, 1993. Okay. But, but you July, know, there's a few other things going on around Yeah. Then. Yes. But yes. the other thing, too, with October, we're so grateful to still be here. Right. I mean, the tub's fire. I know we don't want to constantly labor right, on it, right. but, you know, it stays with you. You don't right. leave that. And um, we almost lost support. That's about five completely. years ago for people who don't remember or uh, not from here. Everything's fine now. But mm-hmm. Safari West, definitely you, the owner, Peter, and some people made a heroic stand with some ropes and uh, ropes with some hoses and tractors and saved the animals. Yes. And the fire literally came up to the fence line, if I recall. Oh, it came right over and there. I yeah, right, right up right there. Your house Everybody, and, you know. yeah. And my house was saved too, fortunately. Thank I God, live right, right across the street. But um, I remember that day Peter said that he was responsible for all the souls on Safari West. Right. That it was his preserve. He brought the animals there, even though they were and born there. there right. It was his responsibility. Even He's, though everyone, and they had evacuated the whole area. Pardon me? He, they had evacuated. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but he, but he hid. Stayed. He hid. He hid. But he looked like an oak tree. Just like, no, he, he, like, he put on, like he never wears a hoodie. He's not a hoodie type. He put on a hoodie, and he went into the back of the um, elephant room or something, but where everybody else was evacuating, he hid. And then he came out, and he found these houses, and he just started to go to work. Really? Yeah, and, you know, he. someone said that he jumped over fences, and he goes, oh, my God, at my age, I didn't jump. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> he goes, I walked fast to the fence. I had a power wagon. I yeah. put it in first, and I went right through it. There you go. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, because I want to hear more about that, especially when you do figure out when the 30th anniversary mm-hmm. celebration is, and we'll talk about it. Yes. Um, uh, so people listening, cinemavalley.com slash events. We have all these things on there. Mm-hmm. Two more things real quick. We have an exhibit called Pomo Artists and Our Cultural Landscape, which is uh, contemporary artwork by Pomo Artists, the indigenous people that are here or have been here since the beginning. That's at Cinema Valley Museum of Art. Mm. Also down there, a new exhibit called called New Californians. They're portraits that reflect the diversity and cultural richness of California. Uh, Sonoma Valley Museum of Art, uh, after I think you might have been there to yes. South oh, Broadway. Yes. yes. This museum, it's a small museum that punches way above its weight for being in a small town in a small valley. It's beautiful. Really good arts down there. I'd highly recommend it. And a fantastic gift shop. It's a, yes. it's a good one. It's a really good one. You buy a Christmas gifts there. Absolutely. And it's great. And they have like certain like 25% off on certain days. So head yeah. down there. It's, yeah, it's no, I, I do. It's beautiful. Uh, okay, you guys, this is the part of the podcast where you help me answer questions. We call this section, We Get Questions. <laughs> yeah, and I got to think of some theme music. If you're a musician, please, there's a drum behind you. Go ahead and make some up. But here we go. <clears throat> These are questions that we get either at the visitor center. We have two of them. We get them online. Mm-hmm. We get them emailed. I might make them up, but you're going to help me answer these questions. So here we go. First question. Aphrodite, Sammy, Nate, you ready? Yep. Yes. We want to bring a group of about 15 people to Sonoma in April for a work retreat. What are some things we can do while there? Uh, That's so easy. Come to Safari West. Oh, that's so easy. <laughs> so if I'm coming here for a big, powerful retreat, 15 people can go to Safari West. Yes. The only tricky part about 15 is uh, a tough number five, for us because yeah. we fit 12 people on a truck. So you're talking about booking two vehicles for that, but it would still be a great activity for a group okay. like that. Which we do often. Yeah. yeah. Split yeah, groups of 15 or so. Or we some individuals. You can probably, they won't mind having other people on the tour. Can they do that if they book 15 seats? And they have two tours, like like you know what I'm saying. Like you don't need to have private tours per se. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could you could bring all 15 for a classic tour and split up evenly the best you can, right. or you could take five 15 of them on two different trucks for private. Okay. For we private. have cruise directors out there daily that work absolute magic with our numbers. <laughs> it's like number. It's 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 number Tetris. They have yeah. little clipboards and they're yeah, figuring, figuring out, out who fits yeah. on what truck yeah. just to okay. make sure everybody's comfortable. And like Julie doesn't like Bobby. We got to keep them separate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We have so many 
retreats at Safari West, but I kind of like our little special ones, the dinner on the Serengeti. I oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, because you have a dining room outdoor, like an indoor outdoor well, dining room. Well, we have space. the dining room. is actually the elephant room, but we have other opportunities. Like, we have treetops, but we have a beautiful table, and you can oh, have... Um, it's like right near in one of the aviaries. Yeah. It's right, right at the top landing. on top of trees. Is what well, saying. it's not really on top of trees, okay. but we call it treetops. It looks like a treetop. Yeah, because I don't... Yeah. It's raised yeah. 20 feet. 15 yeah. feet well, off it's the a ground. deck that looks yeah. over the top. Well, hold on here. So this is actually yeah. a good uh, yeah. segue sure. that if you have 15 people and they're adventurous like Safari West people, they could also go do the uh, canopy tours in the Redwoods. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. Zip lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't like heights, you don't have to do the zip lines. You could just walk around the Redwoods out there. So that's it. You could also do the, the canoe rentals, kayak rentals, oh, yeah. and kayak down the Russian River. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, you could always do a Schultz Museum plus ice skating. Oh, good. Uh, oh, which I- is, oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What if I? What if there are fifteen people and we don't like doing stuff, but we like eating and drinking wine? Mm. You came to oh, the right better, place. <laughs> no, no better county. <laughs> yeah, okay. absolutely. I, I, well, that one's always funny because it's like we want to go wine tasting. I'm like, okay, we'll just walk down the street. <laughs> yeah, where, where do we go? Yeah. Point. So, well, what uh, I love recommending to people is, yeah, wine tasting is great, but the cheese trail. Oh, yeah. I love the cheese do you? trail. Okay, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that last week with Shauna Davis. She's a she has a new butter. Uh, cookbook out, but she's a cheesemaker here in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have the California Cheese Trail, which is part mm-hmm. of the Cinema Chio Trail. Uh, there's a Vela cheese down the street here, but throughout the entire part of Northern California, a lot of chances to, to get oh, cheese. Especially if you go a little further out towards the coast. There's just yes. so many places. Point Reyes. Point Reyes. Yeah, yeah, Marin French cheese, Point Reyes. All right, so you guys passed the test so far. Good job. You guys should be volunteers. <laughs> Here's the next question. This comes from Brandy from Atlanta. It comes in on social media. Hello. That's what she said. Be, Hello, y'all. I got to do Atlanta. Uh, we will be staying in Sonoma while touring Napa and Sonoma in May. What are your favorite Sonoma Valley wineries? We are going to have to narrow to three, which mm. is so hard. Smiley face emoji. I'm typically a cab and blend girl. So cab and blend. We have others that are Pinot drinkers. Thanks so much. So three wineries, cabs, and red blends, but also Pinot Noir. If you don't have to be a wine person, what are some three wineries they should check out? I like Gun Bun. Oh, Gun Bun. <laughs> I really do. I love them all, but I like, just I just love the atmosphere there, and I just love being there. Okay. And then if I want some history, I like the um, gosh, the winery that's in Sonoma down Castle Road. Why am I'm I trying to think of the name uh, of it? Buena yeah. Vista. Buena Vista. Yeah. Or Sebastian. Yes, Vista? yes, Buena yeah. Vista. That's a great, great. History. Oh, Sebastiani is always nice too. Just those barrels and smelling the wine. Oh my God. And you can walk to it from the plaza, oh. and there's a trail that goes behind it, which is quite nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are good. All oh, right. I. I can smell the wine right now. <laughs> I just look up. I just like anywhere you can do a cave tour. Cave tour. I yeah. love yeah. that. Yeah. Love yeah. that. It's yeah. funny because you think you know wine cave. They're industrial, pragmatic things, but they're mm-hmm. also romantic and interesting and fun. You yeah. know, yeah. and it's just a hole in the ground, and it's neat though. So I love them. I love a Reprie, which is up on Moon Mountain here in Sonoma Valley, has a great cave, and you can go into it. Deerfield Ranch has good caves. Uh, Kunde has caves. <laughs> Um, I mean, everywhere. If you look one on the side of the hills and you can see it kind of goes back, odds are they have a cave into that hill. Mm-hmm. The caves, of course, are uh, not to encourage you to go there during the apocalypse, although that's a good place to go. It's also how you keep wine cool yep. from mm-hmm. back in the day. So that's, that's good to know. Okay. And then um, you guys ready for another one? Yeah, let's do it. Prudence from Instagram. So here we go, dear Prudence. What are some trip ideas in Sonoma Valley? Some trip ideas. So, yeah. day trip? Nate, what do you got? She, she was pretty. What are some trip ideas in <laughs> Sonoma Valley? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it depends on um, what you're looking for. If you're mm-hmm. active, uh, you could do the Sonoma Adventures and rent bicycles and go around all, all the different places oh, yeah. you one. can bike to. Okay, good. Um, the Cheese Trail, again, you can go taste a bunch of cheeses. Good. Uh, I do love um, the combo of, uh, let's see, Gloria Ferrer and Jacuzzi mm. oh, yeah, uh, over there. You can do the olive oil tasting and the wine tasting. That's true. And Gloria Ferrer has sparkling wine. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, good job. Yeah. Nate, you're talking your way into becoming a volunteer at our South Visitor Center. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, you're after You got any ideas? Trip ideas? Uh, day trips. I think probably I love the coast. I love mm-hmm. the um, going oh, yeah. to Jenner. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love the coast. I just um, love to smell the air, smell the wine, and just kind of yeah. be fresh. The Sonoma Coast and Armstrong Woods too. Armstrong I love yeah. that. We are truly lucky. The freeway that runs through Sonoma Valley is Highway 12. It also runs out to the coast. Mm-hmm. You have this incredible diversity from Sonoma Plaza, historic, 
wine country, you know, agriculture. It goes through Santa Rosa, so Charles Schultz Museum. Mm -hmm. You could take a little scurry up north to Safari West if you want. Uh, and then Highway 12 continues through Santa Rosa and goes out towards the West County and then goes out towards the coast eventually through, like, you know, yeah. the, what we call the yeah. agricultural dairy lands and stuff like that. It's beautiful. It's a great yeah. drive. It's okay. just, it's gorgeous. It's, yeah, it it's really cool. is. All right. Also, definitely check out Jack London Park. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, excellent yes. park. You get to see some really amazing stuff. Um, I didn't know how interesting of a, of a person I was. Like, I know him. He's the author, uh, you know, Wild or Call the Wild, White right, Fang stuff. Right. And then you go there and you kind of learn about his life and you see, like, the, the home that he had commissioned mm -hmm. and built and then it burnt down within its, like, last... I don't know, week before they were going to move in. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the top stories were wood and the bottom stories were stone. So the stone still is there. It's kind of these creepy and ruins it's called there. the Wolf House. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool place. And he was an agronomist. Like He would try different agricultural oh. experiments. Mm -hmm. And he oh, had yeah. the pig palace he had. Yeah. He was trying to raise different pigs. And he well, he thought he was going to make a fortune on eucalyptus in lumber <gasps> and brought a bunch <laughs> of eucalyptus <laughs> over so to find out it's bad lumber. Not a perfect man. No, no. Not yeah. a perfect man. It's sort of like Try and, you know, Luther Burbank and, and those, and those uh, blackberries. Now they're everywhere. everywhere. Um, final As a child, you know, when I was um, maybe 10, 10 years old, then every summer we came to Sonoma County mm -hmm. and I would be in my father's car. I always threw up all over the back seat because that's the kind of kid I was. Right. But, I, but I always made it through the drive and would always open my eyes when we came to those beautiful rolling hills. Oh, nice. And we had a home in Glen Ellen on Warm okay. Springs yeah. Road. Oh, okay. And went swimming at the Jack London Pool for a nickel. Wow. We okay. actually walked up to the Jack London Pool at that time. They had, well, there was a pool at the time. My father had his whiskey and we had our swim. <laughs> it was Dad knew a great how to do it little right. family. Oh, all right, great. Okay, I didn't, okay, that's good. Jack London Pool. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it, it was, oh, we're going back 65 years or okay. 70 years. So okay. it's going okay. back a number of years. Uh, final question we got. What airport should we fly into for a visit to Sonoma? Oh, SDS. Oakland. Yes, Sonoma County. Charles Schultz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So this I mean, is funny. Oakland is a great so option. Okay, so Notice you didn't say SFO. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. So yeah. most, okay, on sheer number, you're right. Most people fly into San Francisco. Mm -hmm. For people that are looking for still a lot of options, and it's close to here, actually, Oakland's a great option. Mm -hmm. uh, a fantastic option, but not as many flights. STS or Sonoma County Airport, named after Charles M. Schultz, who was yep. uh, from here. Some people also fly into um, Sacramento, and they drive. Mm -hmm. It's only, you know... Uh, the tourism brochure said it's only about an hour and 10 minutes. I would say it's Sunday at 2 a.m. generous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So those are all airports within the region. Definitely, I'm sure the closest to uh, Safari West is probably SDS or, or oh, oh, yeah. County Airport. Like, what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Oakland's also very close. And SFO is fantastic. There is a bus from SFO and Oakland up to Santa Rosa and Petaluma, and that can kind of get you to Sonoma yeah. or up to Safari West. So Yeah, but if you fly into SFO, SDS, you can land and taste wine in the airport. You can. Yeah. You can. And uh, if you if you overshoot the runway, you can be in a vineyard. So it's yep. it's win-win. You know, the whole <laughs> really <laughs> expedite things there. <laughs> My house is right there. Um, guys, this Take has been fantastic. Man. You guys are wonderful guests. I just want to make Thank sure if people have more questions about Safari West, who's going to tell me where to go? Aphrodite, where do they go to get more information about Safari West online? www.safarivest.com safariwest.com <laughs> That was so good. Thank you. And then, so the tours again that we're talking about the Wild Jungle of February 11th and 12th. 11th and 12th. But there's always tours going on yeah. and things like that. And also, give us a call. We always have okay. people on the phone. We're happy. We offer a lot of different experiences. And yes, all the information is on the website. But the website's got, what, a dozen or so pages? There's a lot of different things we do. So if you okay. just want to Talk you can to actually about talk planning to a, a human trip. being on yeah. the phone. You pick yep. up the phone and call us. Yeah. You can pick up the phone and somebody will answer and, what and spend time with you on the phone. Yeah, give us yeah. a call. That's for, that was almost a jingle. I should have recorded that with some music in the back. There you, you go. <laughs> Guys, thanks for being here. I, I really appreciate you coming, and, and thank you very much. Thank and you. for everyone else listening, remember, tell your friends to subscribe to the podcast so they can hear more about Safari West and all the awesome things we do. Mom and Dad, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.